Allegretta Alive is a spiritual teacher, self-love and empowerment leader, and portrait artist. In the self-love movement, there are no followers, only leaders, creators of their own joy, heroes of their own story, champions of a compassionate world. The Spirit of Self-Love podcast reminds us that we are all miraculous beings with purpose and can help humanity elevate and evolve by returning within. Do you remember who you really are? First, I'd like to thank everyone who has rated and reviewed our podcast on iTunes. I have immense appreciation for all of our listeners, our leaders of the movement, and everyone who's sharing our episodes with others. It means so much because every ounce of content I create, I piece together from my heart. To know that these messages are uplifting and making a positive impact with people is the main intention. For everyone who's been tuning in and showing their support on Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Patreon, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. On this road that we're on to show up in life more empowered, more compassionate, and more self-loving, we'll often have similar experiences to deepen our awareness and inner wisdom of various lessons. Sometimes in order for us to grow, evolve, and gain such soulful wisdom, we'll feel like we're abandoning or straying from this path of learning how to be more empowered. But we're still learning, even when it seems that we're veering off into a direction of going numb to our emotions, taking breaks from our spiritual practices, or letting our ego get the best of us by investing into our fears, doubts, and resentments. The times when it feels like we've lost track of the road to rediscovering our better selves are actually important milestones on the path of self-love that we're all walking. We can never truly abandon ourselves. Wherever we go, there we are. We can forget who we are and lose sight of our values and turn away from wanting to feel fully alive, but we can never abandon ourselves. Who we really are will find us and return to us, whether we're seeking it or not. Even when we try to escape from our reality, numb our emotions and feelings out, or invest our energy into things without being mindful of intent or consequence, who we really are is still very much there, observing it all, knowing that we will ultimately return to remembering our true nature. This podcast is about spirituality, self-love, and how spirituality and self-love are interconnected. Where they intersect is realizing that everything and everyone is unified, that our external world is a reflection of our internal world. And when we love ourselves more honestly, we allow ourselves to create a world that's more healed, less hateful, less harsh, and more heart-centered. I use this platform to express and document my own process. And through it all, I've found that we lose sight of who we are to experience the joy of remembering again. I had a spiritual awakening experience in 2017, and while that was a really profound catalyst and launching point for me to begin doing massive inner work, I think that spiritual awakening is a lifetime process. 
not every person needs to have a pivotal shift where they wake up one day and suddenly go from not believing in spirit at all to having all-seeing perspective of higher awareness and source. For me, in my own life, it was a literal, immediate flip of a light switch where my perception of myself and my reality completely changed overnight. Since that experience, I continue to have breakthroughs, aha moments, and deep realizations about all aspects of life and aliveness. I know that's possible for all of us, as long as we are open to changing our minds about ourselves, each other, and our world. Where I'm at now is very different from where I once was. Before I had my spiritual awakening in 2017, I felt lost, invisible, numb, motionless, angry, sad, guilty, apathetic, and fearful of myself. And because I felt fearful of myself, I felt a lot of shame. I know now that these are all valid emotions that needed to be felt, but it was my resistance to feeling them that prevented me from seeing myself and ultimately embracing the self I couldn't bear to look at. We live in darkness and in shadow when we're resistant to embracing an aspect of ourselves. I was most unhappiest with myself when I didn't take the time to reflect on what it was that I didn't like about myself. There were many things that I was ashamed and fearful of, and most of those things were illusions about who I am. Illusions of unworthiness, aloneness, and feeling faulty and flawed. To put it simply, I thought I was a bad person, so I felt bad. I thought I was a bad person because I was unable to forgive myself for believing these illusions where I'd tell myself that I was unlovable, undeserving, and hideous. Instead of taking accountability for how I was allowing myself to believe these lies, I'd justify these lies and make them true by putting the blame on people who had told me or made me feel that it was true, that I was ugly, worthless, and just no good. An additional lie I was telling myself is that I was the only person who felt that way and that I was completely alone in my suffering and there was no way that I could change it. The truth is, all of these illusions hit us in different ways and at different points in our lives and they're all major aspects of shame that need to be healed across collective humanity. Spiritual awakening has been a series of rediscovering what lives in my heart and having the courage to express what I find. Studying my heart can be challenging because I don't always like what I find. There's a lot of darkness and things I don't want to feel or even know because there's no going back after we know ourselves. There is no unlearning, just forgetting. Spiritual awakening is remembering what we've forgotten that's essential about ourselves. It's about being aware and being conscious of how we're showing up in life. It's living more compassionately, mindfully, and more attuned to how pure content creates pure actions and consequences. By now, leaders of the self-love movement, you should know that spiritual awakening is non-religious. It's actually having the awareness that all religions contain many falsehoods, but there are some common threads across various religions that can lead us back to what's essential. Spiritual awakening is a return to love. Love of self. 
It's remembering that we are all unified consciousness, experiencing an illusion of separateness. How we perceive our world is a reflection of our perception of ourselves. To love ourselves is to love all. It's simple and complex at the same time. In order to make major shifts in my life that have brought me where I am now from not wanting to participate in life, shutting people out, and not investing my time into projects that are meaningful to me, I had to create my own process to climb out of the hole I was in. And in order to climb out, I needed a way to return to myself. It's a six-step process that begins with needing to have an awareness of how I feel. Step one is acknowledging that I feel bad. The next step is admitting to myself that I don't like feeling bad. So the third step is confronting all that and being willing to do something to change it. So it's, I feel bad and I don't like feeling bad. How can I feel better than this? By asking that question, I open myself up to a new experience of feeling better. Fourth step is being willing to make a change even before I receive positive feedback from my external environment. So in order to feel better and to change my state of being, I can begin to make small adjustments to how I show up in life. And I might not experience a shift in my emotional state right away. And this might look like committing to an activity that has the potential to connect me to myself more, such as going outside on a walk, meditating for five minutes, making a dietary change, writing in a journal, or reading a self-help book. And I don't have to do all of those things. I can just commit to one of those better feeling things. But it's the commitment and the willingness to make a change in my routine while knowing that I might not feel better right away that matters. Sometimes it takes a while to experience an inner uplifting feeling after making lifestyle adjustments. So I went from acknowledging I feel bad and I don't like feeling bad. How can I feel better than this? To making an external shift in my life and committing to it, even if my internal state doesn't change right away. To then the fifth step, which is taking personal inventory of how doing this new thing is making me feel more connected to myself. So if I'm going on more walks outside, I'm asking myself more often, how is getting out Breathing in the air and allowing my body to move, developing a better relationship to me. The answer could be anything. And whatever it is tells me what I was depriving myself of before and what I need more of to create a shift in my life. My answer would be, I get to set aside some time to relax, feel the breeze and the sunlight on my skin and hear my inner voices of ego and higher self more clearly. So the final step is I take the things that build my relationship with myself and connect me to my inner state and implement them more into my life until I experience that internal shift of feeling more fulfilled and uplifted. Ultimately, I've discovered that spiritual awakening involves acceptance, awareness, gratitude and compassion of ourselves and our world all of those ingredients create the peace and presence that can heal all of us we all need healing now we all need changes to our society 
and how we've been operating. We need more connection to who we really are. After I had my spiritual awakening, I kept seeing this vision in my head of an ancient indigenous woman carrying a large bull on a beach by the ocean and kneeling down by the water and letting the water flow into this bowl. And then she carries the bowl of water back towards the drier sand where there are these smaller cups sitting on top of the sand. So she pours the water from the bowl into the cups. And I kept having this vision over and over for about two months until I finally decided to put what I was seeing in my mind into words. So it was a few days before Christmas and I was visiting my family in the town I grew up in and I was lying on the bed I slept in for most of my life in this urge to write out this vision of the beach with the ocean and the bowl and the cups was the strongest it had been. So I jumped off my bed, opened my laptop, and decided I'd try to type out what I was saying. And these words I'm going to share now represent what spiritual awakening is to me. It captures what higher purpose we have here on this planet at this time, and it's the essence of our true nature. So here it is. Imagine a space where only absolute blankness exists, however you can perceive it. Now envision an ocean brilliantly emerging from and transforming this blankness. The water of the ocean consists entirely of pure divine love, reaching limitlessly beyond space and time. The ocean begins to expand in a new way by dividing and pouring its water into vessels. These vessels are just as extraordinary as the water they contain. However, feeling disconnected from their original source, they can forget their significance and the truth of what they are. Each of us is pure divine love within a vessel, experiencing ourselves in a very deliberate and special way. Hiding in fear of our true existence and purpose means we are rejecting our own love. We are spiritually connected as one, and we each have a unique purpose here. We are the ocean of pure divine love. What we originate from and endlessly expand upon Please remember who you really are. You are a miraculous being, and you are loved so profoundly. Immediately after I had typed this out, the ceiling light in my bedroom started flickering, and I yelled for my sister, who was in the next room, to witness what was happening. And a few seconds after she stood, watching from my doorway, the flickering slowly stopped, and a moment later, she said, Hmm. That's like Stranger Things. I laughed and said, that's exactly what it is. After I had written this out and read it a few times, I asked my higher self what I'm supposed to do now that I have all this awareness and information downloaded from awakening. Because once you know something, you can't unknow it. I closed my eyes and the response came to me as a vision of letters lit up like a bright neon sign glowing on a dark wall. The answer brightly spelled out, live. Whether you're an intuitive, a starseed, a pillar of light, a leader of the self-love movement, or someone who believes fully in the power of compassion, 
What we must remember and continuously reawaken to is that who we really are never ends. We're infinite souls having human experiences. We are here to recreate this planet and realign humanity to higher awareness and inner growth. You are beautiful not because of what you look like, what you've done, what you think, or what you believe. You are beautiful because of who you are. Who you are at your core deserves to exist in this world and throughout universes. As an expression of source and pure divine love, I celebrate you. I see you and I honor everything intertwined among your light and dark. Just as my higher self asked me to live more freely and honestly when I allowed myself to receive the message, I ask you to do the same. Breathe fully and know that you are never alone, never forgotten, and forever alive. Thank you for listening today. You are loved so profoundly. Thank you for being here at this time to assist in the evolution of humanity. Thank you for being a leader of the self-love movement. Remember who you really are. Love always, and I'll meet you at the next one.